this is Jacqueline Sosowski from Power Radio Peace Morphers. I'm sitting here with Elias, and this is the Man Cave Chronicle. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Jacqueline, welcome to the cave. How are you? What's new with you? Good. It's not much. Just trying to keep busy and not get bored and keep keep active. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you dealing with all that going on right now? You know, pretty good. I think it's almost worrisome how well I'm doing with it and how much I strangely am enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're resting, right? Yeah, but... Also, you know, getting those workouts in, cooking, cleaning, drawing, all sorts of things. <laughs> so the listeners know you from uh, Power Rangers Beast Morphers. We'll talk about that. But I want them to know a little bit more about you. Where are you originally from? I'm actually originally from um, Chicago. How was it growing up in Chicago? It was awesome, yeah. I My whole family still lives in Chicago, and I go back to visit often, and yeah, it was a pretty awesome place to grow up. I definitely miss it sometimes. Yeah, were you? Uh, what were you into uh, as a kid growing up in Chicago? Um, I did a lot of things. I, I mean, I, I've been acting since I was three years old, so that was kind of really a random kind of occurrence that I got into acting because nobody in my family um, is in the entertainment world whatsoever. Um, but I also grew up just playing soccer, going to gymnastics. Um, I was actually on a hip hop team for about seven years, um, called hip hop connections. Uh, and then just normal high school stuff. And, you know, was always acting kind of doing student films, moving back and forth from Chicago to LA with my mom. Um, so all sorts of things. Mm. What else pushed you towards the acting when you got older? Um, well, when I started off kind of modeling, um, I did a lot of American Girl doll and like polls ads, um, and I started getting into film around five, um, when I was five years old, and I did, um, student films with Columbia College and DePaul in Chicago, and honestly, those were kind of just what really solidified my passion for acting. I just remember my first student film. I was in this red onesie pajama, and we were filming in the middle of winter in Indiana, like crazy hours till 2 in the morning, and there's just me, this 5-year-old, on set with all these college kids, and my mom, of course, and I just remember absolutely loving everything that we were doing, and it, it just felt like such a magical place, and kind of since then, um, it just constantly grew, and the more projects I worked on, the, the different things I started to do, it, um, it definitely opened my eyes to this world that I cannot get enough of. <laughs> Did you take any acting classes while you were, you know, pursuing the acting world? Yeah, um, I think when I was younger, I kind of took, um, like, a variety. There wasn't really, like, one specific one that I took for a long time. I kind of just learned as I went, but um, as I started getting older and getting more curious, especially when I started coming to California, I definitely started taking um, more classes and 
I've taken so many different kinds. I've taken like Meisner courses. I've taken teen study classes. I've done all the workshops that you can think of. And um, I'm currently in classes right now. I just started doing Groundlings, which is an improv comedy sort of thing. So kind of making sure I have all the tools in my toolkit um, well developed and constantly working on them. <laughs> mm. Out of all those, out of all those classes that you took, which one do you think you enjoyed the most? Honestly, right now I am really loving the Groundlings because I have never actually taken a specific improv-based class. A lot of the other classes that I've taken, which one of my favorites is Dennis Lavelle. He he's kind of like a second dad to me because I uh, was in his acting class since I was about twelve. So big shout out to him. <laughs> but um. Groundlings is really cool because um, it's really helping me explore, like, creative um, original characters. And, you know, I have this thing on my Instagram, the blueberry soup. And that's sort of, I guess, morphed into a character of mine that um, everybody seems to really enjoy. So I definitely love that class at the moment. <laughs> do, you self, uh, do you see yourself, like, getting into more of improv? something that I really enjoy um like I look up to Jim Carrey a lot I love the mask and I always say that you know if they were to remake it with a female version I would surely love to do that so I think it's just another aspect that I definitely would like to explore throughout my career hmm. so when you made your big move to LA uh what was your first gig that you got out there David Masseuse was on that. I had him on the show a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Did you did you have any scenes with Keith? Um, no, I did not, unfortunately. Oh. Um, but I did I did see his trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so now I mentioned you star on Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Uh, how did you get approached for this project, and how did you audition for it? Tell us about that. I um, was currently living in Chicago. Um, I did my first three years of high school back in Chicago because I just wanted the sort of normal experience. Um, but I moved out to California again um, for my senior year, um, which was 2018. And I, like, really long story short, but when I first moved out, I was at a car wash, and I met this man um, that my dad was talking to who happened to be the Spider-Man stunt double. Um, and his name is uh, Ilram Choi. And he actually just, I he started talking about all the stunts that he's done. And I was like, wow, I've never actually explored stunts. I never even really knew much about that whole side of the industry. 
And so he recommended me to this place, XMA World Headquarters, who the coach of XMA World Headquarters happened to actually be um, my cat, the Blue Ranger, um, from a few seasons, uh, few seasons ago. And so I was training with him for about six months at this, um, like, stunt-based martial arts combat sort of um, facility. And he actually ended up saying that, you know, hey, they're recasting um, Power Rangers again. You know, you should go out for, for one of the roles. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, cool, sounds awesome. And, you know, I, from there, just trained. There was about, I think, six auditions for it. I had to create my own choreography that was, like, about a minute long. Um, it was so crazy. I ended up, like, training three times a day, going to a gym um, just for, like, personal fitness, and then I would go to the stunt class, and then I would rehearse my um, choreography after that at night. And, yeah, and then this last day came for testing, and everything kind of just happened the way it did, which hmm. I was so... Do you, um, do you think you said you did gymnastics when you were younger? Do you think that helped you with all this? Oh yeah, definitely. I think dance and gymnastics, even the soccer, because you know I happen to be, you know, my powers are the jackrabbit powers, and so that means that my kicks are my strongest um, ability. Which I mean, amazing that I did soccer coincidentally because that just helped with like form, being able to know my body control and all of that sort of stuff. So definitely happy that I had those things under my belt. Mm. Now the show airs on Nickelodeon. For the listeners, can you tell them what the show's about? Yeah, so the show basically is about these regular kids who um, kind of end up being in the position to take on these huge roles as the Power Rangers to protect their universe from the dimension of monsters and um our season particularly i really liked that it kind of showed three different sides um one who was already you know a cadet at battle for at grid battle force and there was seven who you know was really great had the skill at video games and combat but um didn't really know where his potential could be um, until he obviously became the Red Ranger and got to utilize all those skills from video games and combat. And then there was Zoe, myself, who had always trained to be a Battle Force cadet, but um, didn't make the final cut, but she didn't give up. She kept trying to find out ways that she could help out her community. And then when the time came, she kind of had to just conquer her fears and then was like, ready to take on the Yellow Ranger. And the rest was history. <laughs> how would you... Uh... How would you describe Zoe? Um, I would describe Zoe as a go-getter. I think she's very determined. Um, she's always trying to think outside the box. She, you know, she can be stubborn at times, but I think it's because she, you know, she always wants to make sure that she can hold her own and that she, you know, is, is doing the best that she can and improving her spot as well as, you know, being a team player. So I think... I really admire her for all her courage, and I admire her also huge heart, you know, for caring about the environment, caring about her teammates, caring about her B-spot. I mean, I definitely think she, she tries to put everybody else before herself, which is such an admirable thing that um, I hope I, I, I am the same in my, <laughs> my life. <laughs> Actually, my next question was, like, do you feel like you can relate to her at all? Yeah, I definitely think that her and I are very similar in 
in many ways. Um, you know, I think I kind of share the same determination, and I'm, I'm very critical of myself, so I'm always, you know, make, trying to make sure I'm doing my absolute best and, you know, try to prove that, that I can do it and, and prove it to myself that, you know, I, I, I'm capable of doing the things that I strive and dream and to, to do. Um, I think the only difference that I kind of always say is that I wish that Zoe had a little bit more of a goofy side. <laughs> I think you kind of see her sassiness, and, and sometimes I think, you know, she she had a joke or two, but um, I think that's definitely one difference between us, whereas I'm definitely a huge goofball on my weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there anything you would change about your character, or would that be it right there, what you just said? If Zoe was a real person, would you want to be friends with her? Oh, 100%. I would hope that we're best friends. <laughs> what do you think has been your biggest challenge you've encountered portraying and connecting with Zoe? ever like come up to you and talk to you about your character and ask you what you think um yeah they they didn't really but you know i think they they sort of were sneaky because they would kind of stop by set they would talk to us occasionally just you know casual conversation but then you would notice later on in episodes there were like certain things that they would write for our characters that definitely were like nods to who we are I know there was a few more lines that showed up about food with Zoe because I'm such a huge foodie, and I was like, ah, I think they did this on purpose. It's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Do you have a Do you have a favorite scene that you've been in? Ooh, I mean, I don't know about favorite specific scene, but oh, actually, you know, one of my favorite scenes is when we, um, Rory and uh, Jazz and I, we did this thing. The day um, we were announced at Morphicon, where we made up this random handshake, and I kept having that handshake in the back of my mind, wanting to make sure that I got into um, the show at some point. And I believe it was like the season finale of um, season one, where um, not only was it the three of us, but even um, Abraham and Steele, they got to join in on the handshake, and we did it as a team. And, and it was right before we went to go fight Evox. So that was definitely such a cool and special moment to me. Mm -hmm. How would you describe the, the chemistry on site with you guys? 
I mean, it was, I mean, since the moment we had all gotten on the plane, I mean, some of us, I was actually kind of, it was random that myself and Rory had actually met, um, like, seven years ago when we were 12 in an acting, or when I was 12 in an acting class, um, but I hadn't seen him ever since, so it's kind of a little reunion, but everybody else, we pretty much, that was our first time meeting, and we instantly became a family. I mean, we did everything together. We always tried to, you know, have dinner together, go out together, you know, travel together. It was definitely such a tight-knit group, and that was so amazing because I don't think any of us would have been able to really get through that whole thing without the support of one another. You mentioned the cons. Do you enjoy doing the cons and meeting the fans? I've actually only been to Morphicon so far, but, I mean, I was that was so awesome. And nobody really knew who we were just yet, so we didn't even get to meet many fans. But I am so looking forward to more cons and hoping to go and, yeah, definitely face-to-face interact with the fans because, I mean, I get to communicate with them on my posts and some of them personal message me and such. But uh, to actually kind of put a face-to-the-Instagram user would be awesome and really get to interact would be cool. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, they came out with action figures too, right? Yes, they did, actually. Yeah, Yeah. How, how exciting was it that, you know, they made an action figure with your character? mind-blowing um especially all these lightning action figures that are coming out with their actual faces i mean it's one of those things that like it's you you dream about that and you wonder what it would be like to go to the store and buy you know a miniature version of yourself it's insane and um yeah it's definitely special i mean i know my parents between my parents my grandparents and i i think we're stocked up and i'll definitely have things to look back at when i'm older and maybe have kids of my own to play with the action figure <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome now this gets filmed in new zealand right yes yeah how like how uh how awesome is it filming in new zealand and how long are you there for yeah what better place to film it i mean no matter what you can't complain about anything because you're literally in the most beautiful place in the world i mean it was i mean it was literally like jurassic park mixed with um, Jumanji, mixed with obviously Lord of the Rings. I mean, it was so crazy how beautiful that place was. Um, But we were there for nine months, so I mean, I consider New Zealand like my second home now, because I mean, oh, I miss it so much every day. It's definitely a really special place. When are you going there again to start the next season? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, Hopefully everything will settle down in a few months. Yeah. So, in the acting world, who do you think has been like uh, your influence that you've looked that you look up to? Um, there's been a lot. You know, um, in the sort of drama um, action side, uh, I always when I was growing up, I loved uh, Julie Andrews, Sandra Bullock, and Speed. Um, I loved. Uh, Meryl Streep, obviously. Mamma Mia is a huge favorite of mine. Um, but I also, the comedic side that I talked about was Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, Nick Van Dyke. Um, I loved Chitty Chitty Bang Bang growing up. That's awesome. And, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. All of 
of those kind of combined, and there's just, I mean, even more nowadays, like with Margot Robbie, she's a huge inspiration. I think all of her, um, Iconia was amazing, and even, you know, her, just her character work is so awesome and inspiring. So definitely all of those have kind of, over the years, really influenced me, and I still look up to them, and fingers crossed in the universe that maybe I get to work with some of them one day. <laughs> Do you have, like, a, a dream role that you want to play someday? Oh, yeah. So I have three. So Mamma Mia would be one. Um, Jason Bourne, a.k.a. Jackie Bourne, would be another huge dream of mine. And then to be um, Jim Carrey in The Mask That's is awesome. the third and then obviously a Marvel DC movie. Those are also like amazing and insane. If I got to be in one of those as well. <laughs> so what's that? What do you think is next? What's coming up next for you in 2020? Any other projects? Um, you know, there's actually a few things on hold right now because of you know obviously everything yeah. going on. Um, but I definitely have been auditioning. There's a few. Um, I have a movie coming out um, in September. That I just did a lifetime movie, um, so really excited about that. And then, you know, I'm staying busy. I'm working on things so that, you know, once everything does calm down and everybody's safe and healthy and everything's back to somewhat of a normal, um, that I'm prepared and kind of just jump right back in with mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah, I think there's, there's there's a few cool things coming up for me. Yeah. So. So, like, on your downtime, what do you, uh, when you're not working, what do you enjoy doing? I am a huge dancer. I love, I mean, I also have, like, this shelf of, of my tricks. I have a blue afro. I have a kazoo. I have a, a tie. <laughs> I like to make funny videos and dance around my apartment. So that's kind of, like, that's, like, my go-to. <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, uh, how can the listeners find you on uh, social media? Uh, so my Instagram is just my full name, Jacqueline Suslowski. Um And then my TikTok is Jacqueline Sislow. So just my full name minus the C at the end of my last name. And then I'm on Twitter, which is J and then Suslowski. All right. So, Jacqueline, this was great. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. This is awesome. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.